Hello, everyone. Welcome in to the Full 10 Yards at Betting podcast. Hope you are all doing fabulously well. Uh, Tim here with you, as always, with Adam and Liam to run the ball, uh, continue to run the ball over the divisional outlook for 2023. Hope you've uh, found a few nuggets in the the uh, episodes that have preceded this one. We've gone through the Norths and the Easts, so obviously makes sense to be doing the south today so we're going to be looking at the afc south so again once once again thank you for joining us whether you're on spotify whether or not you're on a, wherever you get your podcast or maybe you're on youtube uh, looking at our other mugs for the next half an hour um yeah before we get into it i just obviously as we have done over the last couple of episodes just want to make bring your attention to our full 10 yards uh, x twitter whatever you want to call it these days uh, certainly not threads um where you can find information <laughs> find information on our kickoff party for week one it's in felsons birmingham uh where yeah week one september 10th you can watch every single game six o'clock and nine o'clock and that nine o'clock window as well the late games uh absolutely live and free so make sure you come and join all the three of us we will all be there uh you can win prizes throughout there are things giveaways we, we're going to be doing this poll shuffleboard um 10 pound is your ticket you can get that over at 410 yards uk forward slash kickoff and that includes a free drink as well so essentially yeah it's whilst it's 10 pounds a ticket you know getting a, a free drink and whatnot as well uh it's essentially yeah it's the best part of free and you don't get a lot for free these days um and obviously yeah you can also find out information about our season guide if you are someone that gets involved with that every year obviously a, a lot of pages that gets put together a lot of words uh, and a lot of hours of work over the off season by the uh, the good guys at full 10 yards so uh, if you felt like a season guide and you like a, a nice kick, NFL kickoff party, then there's a bit of a deal there for you as well. But let's get into it, fellas. Uh, Adam, good evening to you. Hello, how are you doing? Um, okay. Works kicking my ass a little bit at the moment, but yeah, it's what it is. Um, Liam, how are you doing? Yeah. You look ah, good. Great beard going on there, by the way. Ah, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm all right. I've been arguing with the zone today about uh, Game Pass, so that's been fun. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. They um, sent me yeah. an e- they sent me an email about they couldn't process my payment even though the payment's gone through and it's the same payment. So that's my Excellent. that's been my Thursday. So yeah, Excellent. great. I, I put in a complaint with that the zone because I, I I refuse to think that it's fair that everyone on the essential pass last year paying fifty pound pays gets exactly the same as we do, but we pay one hundred and fifty pounds. So I'm going to see if I can get any sort of refund. I'm not going to get anything. I'm going to get sweet FA, but yeah, worth a little moan just in case you get something yeah. right. So, yeah, and of course they uh, they took all of our full payments instead of the subscription ones, which uh, I know a lot of people complained about. I've just sucked it up and had to deal with it because I'm going to pay it all at one point, so I may as well get it done now. But yeah, I, I appreciate anyone who couldn't do that. I know that um, Abby Branson on Facebook UK one NFL UK fans group is putting together a load of stuff to um, have a proper moan at the zone and. Uh, you try and get that sorted. Apparently, if you do call up a few moan, then they will sort it to be installments. But yeah, it's uh, it's unsurprisingly knowing uh, the way everything works, it's been a bit of a shambles. Yeah, well, I tried phone and just couldn't get through and, and whatnot as well. But um, yeah, well, it's joy is joy. I, don't, I mean, I don't think there'll be many seasons. Oh, hopefully, at some point in the near future, it'll be a straightforward. But in the is it with the NFL Game Pass for whatever reason, whether or not you you get the actual product on one of the weeks and, and whatnot. But anyway, that's that's for that's for later on down the line. We can bet about that after our week one bets or in our week two in our week two bet, betting preview, no doubt. Uh, but let's get on to today's topic: the AFC South. Uh, last year was Jacksonville taking. 
their second time, uh, their second divisional title in their short history. Um, nine and eight was, was the winning record there. Um, and we obviously, we we'll get onto them in a minute. But uh, Tennessee seven and ten, Indianapolis four twelve and one, Houston three thirteen and one. So again, um, AFC South. Let's face it, hasn't really been great for for a number of years now. So um, yeah, yeah, I think going into twenty twenty three, I think it says it all that in the outright betting you've got three of the bottom three teams in this division and the bottom six in the outright market so um yeah it wouldn't surprise me if there's similar similar records again as they were in 2022 but fellas do we think jacksonville uh, are going to take it again take their third uh their third division title or two their back-to-back uh three and seven uh, going into the buy last year and then yes that went on that run of six and one after six and one uh post buy um calvin ridley obviously the big season well, he was obviously acquired quite early. Uh, he was acquired just prior to the trade deadline, I think, wasn't he? Um, and obviously, we were suspended, but he's obviously been getting a lot of buzz, as you'd expect. Uh, it is the off-season and training camp, after all. Um, not really too much in terms of draft picks and you know, star names. Maybe someone feels a bit differently, but they obviously had 13 picks. So um, it's fair to say, at the very least, they've got a, they've got some depth to look at and some obviously some decisions to make about all, all the rookies that were that were coming in. But uh, in terms of betting on the outright, 28 to one division odds is four to six. So odds on. Um, yeah, who'd have thought seeing Jacksonville four or six uh, was something that we'd see in, in our lifetimes? But uh, ho hum. Win total of nine and a half and making the playoffs uh, one to two for the yes, eight to five to the no. Uh, Adam, how are you? How, how are you attacking the Jags? Do you see them as the well, as it, uh, yeah, the outright market? I suppose tells you it all. But is it, is it as clear cut in that and they're the, they're the team to beat in the AFC South? It obviously shows the level of the AFC South, doesn't it? As you say, four to six to win the division, but then a massive twenty-eight to one to do anything in the real world is, um, yeah, it's they should win the South because it is a poor division outside of them too, outside of them. Um, but I wouldn't be taking that one. I, I would, I don't think I'd even take a win total to be honest. I, I think they will win the division, but I won't take it at four to six and ten wins. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they come in with nine to be honest and still win it. They, they don't have a whole lot of depth. Obviously, Calvin Ridley, as you said, has come in. Uh, but Christian Kirk and Say Jones, they were okay last year. Behind that, there's not that much. Although I do like Jamal Agnew, just because I do like speedy little um, kick returners who can actually break off a little bit. Travis Etienne yep. obviously did very well last year. Trevor Lawrence rushed in a lot. Um, so, I, yeah, they'll be fine. I, I think they will win the division. Obviously, they did win. A playoff game last year, um, and they will host a playoff game again this year if they win the division. So there's every chance they do it again. But then they obviously failed to beat a 25% Patrick Mahomes who crippled himself in game, which obviously isn't the easiest thing to do. It's still Patrick Mahomes, but they probably missed their chance of a decent run last year. And I'd be surprised if they go much further than maybe one playoff win this year. Yeah, I mean, it is a division where you know there are a couple of teams still finding their feet and um you know, obviously we'll get to those in a minute but liam uh anything stick out for you jags wise yeah i don't hate the to make the playoffs yes because i do think even if they don't win the division that the teams in this division could have a lot of wins against each other <laughs> so they could get kind of more wins than maybe like an afc west team or an afc north team that have got probably going to lose to each other quite a bit so i don't hate that um I just think they're a bit overpriced, to be honest. So I think I'll probably be looking at more kind of player props. So I know in the guide, I mentioned the Trevor Lawrence over. I think he's 3,900.5 <laughs> yard, passing yards. And I think 
I would go over that. I think they'll be involved in in more shootouts. They haven't added any players, literally, who's going to who are going to play probably on defense. Uh, their offensive line's worse than it was last year, and obviously Calvin Ridley's there. So I think they'll be involved in more shootouts, throw the ball more. So I do think that um, Trevor Lawrence could take another step, but I think the offensive line and defense is worse than last year, or same. And I just think they got a little bit lucky with injuries at times, and I, I think the team might be a bit worse, but Trevor could be a little bit better. Interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it's not necessarily a projection, but I suppose the, the leap that Trevor Lawrence made, and I mean, you're always going to make a leap when you go from Urban Meyer to Doug Pedersen, I guess. But I, I suppose the continued trajectory, and you know, it, you know I, I was someone that didn't think that Trevor Lawrence would, would make it in the NFL, and uh, I didn't think, yeah, I know he was you know, touted as one of the best prospects since Andrew Luck and, and all the rest of it. I just, you know, I, I wasn't a, a great believer in Trevor Lawrence, but I, I guess it's nice to see that he's obviously bearing the fruits of, it, of his labour in, in college and he's actually you know, getting to show off what he, what he can do. So I, I would assume there's, there's a bit more progress and, and you know, more of a, a ceiling for, for Trevor, Trevor Lawrence to, to hit when I think... Yeah, you look at whatever three teams in the division, and the they could be absolutely everything. I know, you know, we're, yeah, we're, we're getting to Tennessee now. You know, they're obviously a well-coached team, and yeah, considering the roster that they have and the way they go about things, I mean, they, to get seven wins, I, I think, quite frankly, is just is a, is a hell of a good coaching job. Um, obviously, they've added New Hopkins in the off-season. Uh, Skronsky was their main pick in the in the NFL draft, so kind of, you know adds a, f- a few more weapons to their you know, essentially a, a Tottenham trophy cabinet of, of offensive uh, weapons, isn't it? So it's actually nice to have a few more, you know, targets for Tannehill and I know they obviously drafted Will Levis and, you know, there's been not some great stuff said about him in, in, in training camp and, and whatnot as well. So, um, yeah, I, I guess if you're going Tennessee, Liam, you're, you're going for more the well-coached team rather than maybe the stars, especially on offense that, that maybe Jacksonville have. Yeah. Uh, I am kind of on to Tennessee this year. This could be the one, you know, that team you have every year that you end up putting in bets and making the playoffs, put them in your hackers and they might end up killing you because not many, every, I don't know who it was, but someone did it for 10 yards, did like a roster breakdown and had them as like a bottom few roster. And I just looked at it and thought, I just, I can't see it being that bad of a roster. The deep, Defense is good. I honestly do think the defense is good. But like you said, a lot of that is the coaching job. I think Vrabel kind of looks after defense himself. That's his main responsibility. And their defense is great every year. It plays the Chiefs better than everyone, probably even the Bengals, to be honest. Because how could they stop the run? Uh, Tennessee have always been able to do that. Um, and I think if Tannehill stays healthy, the offense is going to be good enough um, for them to, to, to potentially win the division. So, yeah, I think over seven and a half. Make playoffs, yes. Win division depends what you'd rather, how, how risky you want to go. Obviously, division's the best odds, but for me, seven and a half is, is too low for how good the, uh, the the team could be. Um, and I know we mentioned Skoronsky and Hopkins as the big offensive additions. I think between them and Henry, they could do enough. So yeah, I like Titans. Yeah, this year. yeah, and I, I project Traylon Burks have a good season, especially now that he's got someone else there with him at wide receiver. I think I think he's going to surprise a lot of people um, this year. Um, yeah, and I, I, I say I'll, I'll go through the the odds here. So outright is a hundred to one, which I, again these when I read all the, when I was prepping the notes for this, when I was looking at the odds and stuff, all of these gut feels just felt that like they've they've been the Titans have been dismissed quite quite easily um, by the bookies. So I, I do whilst yeah, I'm not obviously going to go. Um, you know, go all in on, on the Tennessee Titans. I do think that there's, you know, I think we mentioned, especially in the, in the NFC North, where you could look at a few, maybe a three second or third price favourites 
and do like a Trixie or do like a Yankee of you know three to one, four to one shots. I think certainly Tennessee uh, fit the bill there. You know, certainly like a Tennessee and a, a Minnesota Vikings type. You know, and then maybe one or two others, but uh, outright hundred to one, division seven to two, win total seven and a half, make the playoffs five to two. Uh, no is for 211 uh, like i say I, I i personally think the win total here is too low um adam uh, obviously liam you, you've kind of put your case there but i i assume with the the wins accumulated by tennessee last year being seven and the win total of seven and a half i suppose adam it's a question of do you think the titans ha- have improved or regressed since last year which gives you kind of a, an indication of whether you'd go over and under here yeah, they're a very similar roster too last year, but they've added a potentially very good wide receiver. So, yeah, you've got to say they're better than last year. And obviously, Nuke didn't look great in Arizona, um, but that was probably Kyler Murray issues and obviously everything that happened there. So, yeah, they, they've got to hope that I think he's 31 now, so he's, he's getting getting on a bit, um, Hopkins. But obviously, he can still, probably still can do it. Traylon Burks, I'm not entirely convinced on, but... Yeah, well, um, I'll, I'll take your word on him being decent. But with with variable coaching, I struggle to find anything too negative about him. I was going to mention the stats, obviously, the crazy stat that came out about him having variable having more receiving touchdowns than the rest of the roster. Obviously, now that <laughs> Hopkins is there, that's changed a little bit. But yeah, um, yeah it was um, a crazy one that was doing the rounds over the summer. Um, in terms of betting for me, um, it would be them to win the division over anything else. I'd probably take the the bigger odds on the, the probably a, I was going to say a better coacher, a better coach than uh, Pedersen, but it's it's pretty close. So I think they're they're fairly relevant on either side of the ball. Um, as you say, Vrabel is a very good defensive coach and he does a fantastic job every year. So I wouldn't be surprised if they win the division. I personally don't think two teams will make the playoffs from this division. But I do, um, I do appreciate Liam's Liam's comments on the fact that they could easily get four wins against the other two teams each, um, which obviously helps out a lot. So, yeah, for me, it'd be the seven to two taking the long shot on division, um, and I, I fully agree with Tim. Uh, NFC North and possibly the NFC South, I would probably chuck in a, a Trixie for seven to two, three to one shots, um, and see where I got from that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so certainly a little bit of value there maybe to be had with Tennessee. Let's move over then to two teams, obviously Indianapolis and Houston, that are, will be having new quarterbacks uh, come week one for their franchises, obviously hoping to start something, uh, you know, get the dreams the dreams rolling, obviously not obviously in 2023, but may, uh, obviously it may be a couple of years down the line from that. But let's start with Indianapolis, outright 100-1 to division, 7-1, to win total of 6.5. Um, obviously, I've got a few thoughts on that, but make playoffs seven to two, yes, one to five, no. Uh, Adam, obviously, this is a team that's got quite a lot of tumult. Either whether it's you know Jim Irsay arguing with with Jonathan Taylor, and I mean, I don't even know how we got to where we got to with with, with those, and um, you know, add on to that the fact that it's likely that a, you know, a very raw and a rookie quarterback, uh, Anthony Richardson, um, I, I think from what the last I saw is is likely to start week one because he needs the reps and he needs the games. Um for me I'm I'm on the unders, but is is it quite simply, you know, then they're not gonna win a lot of games this year because of all the stuff that is going on. It's too unsettled and there's too many distractions. 
Uh, yeah, quite possibly. Obviously, uh, most of most of their season, frankly, depends on Jonathan Taylor and whether he comes and plays and whether he wants to play. I uh, personally, I think he'll be there week one because yeah. he he kind of has to. So I think he will be playing, and I think he'll get a lot of the workload. I believe statistically that RBs do better with a good rushing QB. So I think it could be good for both Richardson and Taylor if um, if they do play together. Um, Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce aren't a terrible duo. Um, I think the way that Richardson plays, I believe, is actually quite good for Alec Pierce. And um, obviously, I, I did used to watch quite a lot of Bearcat games for Cincinnati, um, and Pierce stood out, so he he could do a decent job. And of course, I like Jelani Woods because he's the new Big Mo um, there, so he's one of my <laughs> guys to look for TD scorers every week. But it is a horrible mess there, frankly, at the moment, and. It is. It does make you wonder whether that will find its way into the dressing room. Whether the rest of the players are exactly happy with everything that's going on, and then even if Taylor does sit, obviously they lost Zach Moss this week for at least six weeks. So you're down to Dion Jackson, who, in fairness, has done a decent job whenever he's come in, or um, Evan Hull, I think it was, who's the the rookie of running back that they brought in. So, yeah, it could be very messy. I I don't think I'd go unders because it is a low total. Uh, seven wins isn't exactly a huge amount in the league anymore, and I believe the league's closer than ever. So I wouldn't be surprised if they scraped three or four in division somehow, and then they only need to win a few out of division to beat that. So that, that's not for me. Um, frankly, I, I wouldn't have a bet on anything on this team. Well, I think Richardson could, uh, from everything I've read, admittedly I've not watched anything, um, but it could be like a better runner than Lamar and things like that. I, I don't know whether there's any validity to that at all. But if he is, and he has to scramble a bit behind a mildly decent offensive line, then who knows? Um, Richardson is um, about six and a half to one for uh, most rookie, most running back, sorry, most rushing yards for QBs. Um, so that could be worth a bet. And he's one I'm trying to get in fantasy leagues most of the time. Yeah, we will, we will do an episode uh, after we've done all the divisions, looking at some season awards, player props, and everything like that. So yeah, I know we, we I know we're, we're kind of focusing uh, on divisions and teams kind of at a high level. But yeah, for those out there that do like props and do like those kind of things, because obviously you can, you can get like, a little bit of an edge there. Uh, we will do something a bit later on, maybe a couple of weeks down the line. So don't don't worry, uh, you prop betters out there, uh, we will get to get to you as well. But Liam, with regards to the cards, just before we move on to Houston, do, do you see Richardson is someone that will get you to an over or maybe get them to a division or do we think it's like Adam pointed to obviously there could be just a lot of mess here and it's just a case of just leave it alone and don't touch yeah I think it's a little bit, a bit more of don't touch uh, I don't trust the defense uh, the front four is pretty good um, I think apart from the front four it could be the worst roster in the division which says a lot when you've got the Texans in the division but um, yeah I don't trust the defense I do think Richardson could be good uh, I think it might take two years for him to be able to be good enough to get a team to, to enough wins. So I think under six and a half is a fair bet. Um, I know we'll talk about player props in that future pod, but he's a good shout to win Rookie of the Year because I, I know Bijan's three to one's not awful odds, but uh, if Richardson's rushing is as good as everyone thinks it is and he stays healthy, then he'll put up arguably similar rushing stats to Bijan potentially, which could be crazy. So. Uh, yeah, I like that bet, but yeah, I'd I'd go under six and a half. I think it's there. Um, maybe bet them to finish fourth in the division as well if you really want to go under. Um, but yeah, it's it's a pretty tough team to to bet with a new head coach, new quarterback, uh, and then obviously Jonathan Taylor and the uh, the owner having arguments on a giant bus. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's hard, it's hard. It's hard when you've got so much, so much going around in the cauldron to to be to bet anything that points to a positive season for Indian, uh, for Indianapolis. So like, like yeah. I'm, I'm not touching yes at, to make the playoffs. I'm not. Yeah, you know, I if I had to to go over or under on six and a half, I'd be the same with Julian. I, I would go under because I just think there's it's a more likely scenario that Richardson's just a bit too raw. You know, I I, I fully expect Jonathan Taylor to be there week one, but I don't think necessarily. He, Whilst he might be the difference of a win or so, I, I still don't see this team winning winning more than six. Um, and I, yeah, I, I just don't think the the, the wide receivers, whilst they are good and they're players I like, I just don't think Anthony Richardson's going to be that the guy that's going to you know, obviously embellish that or uh, bring kind of bring that out because he's yeah he's either he's not going to complete a hell of a lot of his passes. There's not going to be a lot of passing volume. It's just going to be the rushing. So that's say with the, the rushing, the rushing yards and the, the things that Adam brought up there, the props might, it might be the way to, to attack uh, Indianapolis, especially if you are an Anthony Richardson uh, kind of believer. So that, yeah, I, I kind of feel the same sentiments as, as you guys. All right, let's move on then to Houston. Uh, again, another rookie QB, CJ Stroud. Uh, Will Anderson was obviously the other high profile pick in the first round. But for me, it does seem to still be a, quite a lot of holes on the, on this Houston uh, Houston roster. And again, you know, just as much as there is tumult in in Indianapolis, is that there's a hell of a lot of change and a hell of a lot of things going on uh, with Houston as well. So maybe similar comments apply here. But on the outright, two hundred to one. Jeez, you put another zero, another zero on the end. That must still wouldn't take it. Uh, division nine to one. Win total here at six and a half. Um, it's quite interesting. Obviously, they've. They seem to have bucketed Indianapolis and, and Houston in in the same obviously six and a half kind of pigeonhole there uh, to make the playoffs. Yes, six to one, no one to nine. So I think if you're under on Indianapolis, for me you have to be on under under Houston as well. But uh, it is interesting to get your thoughts on. Yeah, you, know, you mentioned Liam about going fourth, uh, finishing fourth for India as a price. Um, I don't know if you've got the prices up there in front of you. Which both teams, yeah, you know, which team to finish fourth and, and give them both of those. But I suppose, um, Adam, if you're taking the overs or if you are a CJ Stroud believer, would you be more positive on on Houston or is again is it similar to Indianapolis where it's like okay, let's see what CJ Stroud could do. Is, is uh, Ohio State quarterbacks uh, who you know like Justin Fields don't seem to adapt too well um, to to the NFL. So is it just a case of just wait and see approach for Houston as well? Yeah, I, I'm definitely more on the unders on the Texans than I am on the Colts, to be honest. Yeah, they, they he doesn't have a much around him. I don't mind. Wow. I mean, I say I was going to say I don't mind Stroud. I've not seen anything of him. So for everything I've heard, he's he's fine. I, he was originally in the talk for pick number one, obviously, with the fans moving up there. And he, he went, uh, was it top 10 still in the end? I think he was fourth or fifth, wasn't he? So <laughs> he was... He was still fairly high drafted, um, but the supporting cast is pretty terrible. They do have a good, they do have a decent offensive line, um, so that that's good for him at least. Um, Damian Pierce obviously had a good rookie year, so it'll be interesting to see how he does. But when your wide receiver group's led by Robert Woods, um, who failed completely at the Titans last year, it's not a good sign. Uh, I do hope for John Mechie. Um, I hope that he comes back and does well after having missing the year last year with. Um, with cancer, I think. Um, and other than that, they don't really have a whole lot. They obviously bought Dalton Schultz in on a decent amount of money, um, who should at least provide a decent safety blank for them, uh, for blanket for Stroud. But unders on the win total and unders on um, 
everything for them, frankly, this year. Here's, here's, a, here's a random thought I've just had. Is John Mechie in the betting for comeback player of the year? I know it's like heavily odds on for DeMar Hamlin. But oh, John it's Mechie... ridiculously odds on for Hamlin. I've, I've not even really looked yeah, at no, it. Yeah, no, no, I'm just thinking, is it, is it worth sticking a nugget on it? If John Mechie come, well, no, I mean, I'm not saying he's having a, a thousand yard season, but obviously his story, <laughs> his story of, was it leukemia or Hodgkin's Hodge, yeah. lymphoma or, or something he's like that? Six, he's 16 to 1. Is that better or worse than you thought it was going to be? Uh, I'm not quite sure why. It's, I, I suppose it's probably better than they thought, but then I had, <laughs> what's to my home in like 1 to 10? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I've gone off it now, but I think, yeah, 1 to 8 or 1 to 10. 1 to 4 on Skybet now for Hamlin. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I mean, put your mortgage on it. Yeah, I've seen where. Yeah, well, yeah, I've seen worse sixteen to one shots, but yeah, I, I think with how how, how high profile Demar Hamlin was, I think, yeah, oh well, never mind. Don't do each way, do they? Never mind. Uh, Liam, for you, finish fourth in the division. I don't know. The odds aren't great, so the odds are eleven to ten for the Texans and nine to four for the Colts. So I'd be taking the Colts. For the value there, because I do really like CJ Stroud. Uh, I think yeah. Richardson maybe could be better in in three years. Could be a better player and in that top top twelve ten range of quarterbacks. If the Russian is as, as legit as we all think, but for this year, CJ Stroud will probably be a much better passer. Um, offensive line is really good, like Adam said. Wide receivers not great, but I think they'll be able to run the ball because Pierce is there, Singletary's there. Um, but yeah, I think fourth in division, eleven to ten. You're getting positive odds, obviously, but. It's still not great. I think under six and a half is a is a safer bet for them. I just don't think they're going to be good enough to win to win seven games. Uh, I just worry about how much pressure they can get up front, even if Will Anderson is good. And obviously, like Adam said, who's going to catch passes from, from CJ Stroud? Schultz probably will catch some, but I'm not sure they'll have enough to win seven games, especially if the Titans are as good as I think and then the Jags are as good as they are on paper. I think that they'll struggle to get seven wins. Yeah, I like, totally agree with that. Okay, then, fellas, uh, anything else? Well, let's, go, let's go through. Is there anything else you want to bring up with the AFC South before we get to round it off? Uh, top two in any order for Titans and Jags is evens, which I think, nice. yeah. I think that's... I actually think that's... I'm not saying it's the best bet because the odds aren't incredible, but that's. I thought it was going to be one like one to two, so I think evens is a pretty good bet there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Right, I like that a lot. I like that a lot, Adam. Um, no, my best bet for it would be um, CJ Stroud under three two fifty passing yards again, just because he has no weapons to throw it to. So um, that is yeah a relatively low line, but yeah three thousand two hundred fifty I think under. Cool. All right, uh, I'll go best bet then. Tennessee win total over seven and a half. Um, I just think that's a that's maybe a nugget. Although saying that, I think I think if you would have said to me if the win total was eight and a half, would you go under? I'd go over still. You still go over, yeah. I think Titans. I think I think nine wins is what they. they I think they'll get nine wins. He, he, yeah. I know last year they didn't, but he always gets ten wins. It feels like variable. And last year they had injuries from hell. The quarterback was injured all year, basically. So. Yeah, no. I'm just trying to think. Obviously, well, that's obviously you've got you've got a scenario where Derek Henry may go down because he's getting old, and uh, I don't. I mean, he's built like an absolute brick. But uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to find a, find reasons as to why they don't. Yeah, I think well, seven point five just seems a lot more psychologically easy to, to to smash the over than it would have been. You know, eight yeah. and a half is just something you kind of eight and a half seems to be that line where it's like I know they're well coached, but you kind of have to have it kind of all put to get you kind of have to have your your wits about you. you have to be you have to have a certain something about you to get to nine wins. I know, and that's obviously a winning season, but then you know, then yeah. 
he's devil on my the other side of my shoulder thinks well pittsburgh steelers always have winning seasons and they're <laughs> they're an absolute mess <laughs> if it, well, it feels like nine wins you'd like oh i've probably got to win five in the division it feels like you know you've got yeah. a 50 50 yeah. with the jags and then win your others but yeah the only reason i wouldn't bet the titans is if there's any sort of inclination that will levis is going to play then as a will levis hater i am uh, going <laughs> to be fading my own bets but hopefully that doesn't happen hopefully Tannehill has one last go at it we'll, we'll see yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't foresee uh, Levis. But I think he was being outplayed by Willis in in camp, from what from what I heard. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all you need to say. Uh, right, okay then, guys, let's round off like we always do. One, two, three, four predictions. Adam, start with you. Um, pretty much the order we've gone through them, frankly. Uh, Jags, Titans, Colts, Texans. Liam. Uh, Titans, Jags. Texans, Colts. Ooh, a little switcheroo. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. Jacksonville, Tennessee, Houston, Indianapolis. It's all different there, but uh, yeah, three different. Yeah. I certainly, I certainly think the one takeaway is that we, we think there's a bit of uh, Tennessee Titan value in there. Uh, that's going to wrap it up then for the AFC South. Make sure you follow us on Twitter for ten yards. Make sure you, yeah, obviously give us a follow, subscribe. Get any comments, anything that you like, maybe in the AFC South, maybe in the comments here if you're listening on your, if you're watching on the YouTube. Uh, if you want to give us any feedback, anything you'd like to see us include, whether it be the divisions or, um, yeah, something maybe something going into the season uh, for our, our weekly season stuff. That be more than happy to receive your feedback. Thank you to Adam and Liam as always. We'll be back next time with the NFC South. So good luck with your bets and make sure you please gamble responsibly.